This is Corks and Cowtown, a podcast that explores the movers, shakers, influencers, and the finest Fort Worth has to offer. And now, here are your hosts. You can't come on yet. You have to do a shambong first. There we go. And now, here are your hosts, Robin and Barton. Welcome to Corks and Cowtown. Yeah. Hello. Yep, it's a Monday, a crazy Monday, a weird Monday. Very weird Monday. It's an eerie Monday. Yeah, it's gross out. Well, yeah, that too. I wasn't talking about that, but I oh. was. <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> I was just talking about how dead the streets and everything are. Yeah, like with everything closing again. But there's really only bars, though. I know, but it just like I feel like whenever that happened, it people were like, "We're just going to go back inside and not come out again." Yeah, I, I don't get that feeling right now. Like, really, I, I don't personally um feel like I did the first time. Like the first shut down whole mm-hmm. thing. I was honestly just more terrified. I didn't want to catch it. I didn't know yeah, anything same. about the disease, which we still don't really know much about it. So Very true. I can't say that I know a lot about it because I don't. It's just, I probably, I still respect the disease. Oh, Definitely absolutely. do not want to get it. Don't want to be around it or anything of that nature. But I think after seeing five people that I know mm-hmm. contracted and I, mean, I was actually around all five of those people. Yeah. So that's weird and scary and it's first in its own right. But I'm not saying I'm not as fearful as I was before because most of those, no, all of those cases have yeah. been minor, like mm-hmm. just small symptoms. Majority of them just lost their sense of taste and smell and mm-hmm. they kind of had like a headache and a sore throat, but that was the gist of it. I think that's been my thing is so I've been around at least three people that have had it in close proximity and I was kind of stressed at first. But my thing is obviously we know it's real. Right. But my thing is I feel like it's been made to seem more severe than it is or like not more severe, more contagious. Mm-hmm. Because my thing is like well, if that's the case and we've both been around all these people that have had it and still managed to not get it, then is it as contagious as originally thought? Yeah. And our, or, or is it is just because our immune systems are better? That's what I was just Like, that's about my to... thing is like, how much is based on both of those things? And just, you know, everyone, we have a mask order for mm-hmm. if you um, are going into businesses, you have to wear yeah. a mask. When you're moving about, when you're sitting down, you can take the mask off and you can eat or drink or chat or do whatever. But me, Sean and Elle were at Craftwork the other day and Sean had a mask on, but he also showed me the back of his mask box. Okay. And on the back of the box, it says, this product is an ear loop mask. This product is not a respirator and will not provide any protection against COVID-19, coronavirus, or other viruses or contaminants. Wearing an ear loop mask does not reduce the risk of contracting any disease or infection. This is on the back of the box. <laughs> I can't. Like, and this is... I literally cannot. All of, look, look at this. Look at this. No, yeah. Yeah, same mask that everybody's out here rocking yeah. and rolling. And this box said, you about to spend $5 on trash. But that's my whole thing is that I'm just very confused about is like, I get that it's going to at least help, like, hopefully help the spread. Right. But if it's literally saying that on the back of the box, what is the point? The only thing that I can. And I'm sorry, but literally just walking into a place and having to wear a mask and then getting to take it off. Right. (laughs) I just know. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Neither, neither, either, nor. Catch a tiger by the toy. What? Never mind. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know if this is just something that for more optics or if it does just decrease slightly the spread, not of the disease, but of people's yeah. germs. Like there's, okay, so I'm going to get a little perverted real quick. Sorry, all of the pastors and everyone out there listening to <laughs> what I'm about to say. But when I went to Mexico for the first time, I got resort credit. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And I went and got a a, a massage mm-hmm. and they put a little sheet over me. Yeah. And when I flipped over, she started massaging my body, not anything perverted or sexual, but let's just say 
not everything stayed in its place. And it was the sheet (laughs) didn't stop anything. There was a sheet over my body, but the sheet didn't stop anything from being exposed. exposed. So that's the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. I the sheet is just the mask is the sheet and coronavirus was <laughs> I'm telling you I just really I I don't really know I just this have bottle on yeah, that one. literally let's drink cuz first of all I feel like we did a little more yesterday than we anticipated What do you mean? Just drinking wise. Oh yeah, I mean I didn't drink and, much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I'd love okay. to hear it. Yeah. Love to hear it. Wait, do you want me to hold these? Yeah, hold We've, it. We lost our stand. Wait, what are you doing? Here, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't okay. know what's going on. Okay, now keep going. We got a little much more yesterday. Than yeah, we just ended up drinking a little bit more yesterday than we, than we originally anticipated. No, you ain't going to sneak what's out happening? of this. You got to tilt it towards Well, me. I'm trying. Oh, Lord. We um, decided we'd have our normal little Sunday fun day. In a private yeah, quarters. Yeah, in a private quarters. We weren't out in the publics. Do you want me to hold yours or you got it? Okay. I'll just hold it. Okay. But we were just going to have like a kind of chill, like mellow day because everyone had stuff to do today. And then, of course, we ended up going until like 11 o'clock. So, <laughs> From you know. 1 Yeah, 1 to 11. 11. <laughs> and that included um, not only some White Claws, we also made a trip to Eskimo Hut. Oh, yeah, the gummies. Yeah, we got little alcohol gummies and everything. So we just went a little bit harder than anticipated. Uh, we had Marg's. Barton brought some salsa, which was actually pasta sauce. Oh, I thought it was salsa. So That's... that was fun to eat. Yeah, that was pretty good, though. You got it? I do, I do. This is terrifying. All okay. right. Cheers. Cheers, clink. clink. Ugh. It burns today. I'm just going to say I'm never going to beat Robin. It's been since November and I still haven't <laughs> won. So I'm just going to accept my place in this world. And she is. I'm actually, just a better chugger. Mm-hmm. She, she got some experience. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole again. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, yesterday was really fun. We've had, we, I don't know how much we want to talk about Rona. I just feel like we go on and on about it. Well, well, we just did, we'll just, this will be the last part. Yeah. So the bars are closed. Yes. That means my job is closed mm-hmm. again. We are open for curbside and to go, I think, you know, we're yeah. going to, actually, I'm going to go and chat with Marty after here, after we yeah. record today and we're going to just discuss plans. Yeah. Because it's just a challenge for business owners. like. There was a PPP fund before mm-hmm. that they could fill out an application for, which would help. But now, you know, the, it was a, it was plans in place before stimulus yeah. checks, PPP mm-hmm. funds for businesses. Now the second go around and it's not even across the country. It's just mm-hmm. certain states. So yeah. how does Could the you, government assist with that? You do know? you think we reopen too soon? Yeah, because. My personal opinion, I think we did because they said we were going to reopen when it was a seven day consistent declination of the disease to where it was a decline for seven days. And then it didn't spike at all with at least one case that never happened. Yeah. I mean, everybody just started just opening up. You know, it was a plan in place per se, different phases, but... Well, I think it's crazy because now they're also saying that, like, the average age of people getting Mm -hmm. Rona is Mm -hmm. 37. Yeah. So, originally, you know, they were saying it was the elderly, and then they were saying it was the, like, young, like, people in their early 20s, and now it's 37 is the average age. So, my thing, I think about everything is Well, you know why, though? Why? Because I think majority of the people, 50-plus, never really stayed, came back out. Yeah. And so at the very beginning, everyone was out all ages Mm -hmm. and then people started contracting the the disease. So obviously people with that was up in age, that had precondition, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That worked. I was like, well, yeah, I was like, why can't I say? (laughs) Yeah. They had like previous conditions. Yes. Yeah. Like sicknesses. Yeah. But now, like I spoke to my mom yesterday. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. Today is her. Is it your mom's birthday? No, my mom is Sagittarius. She's. 10 days after you, but yeah. it's your anniversary. Okay. Got to call her. 
or them. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, I haven't left. So yeah. all of the older people are still indoors. And then when they reopened everything, obviously all of the people from 18 to 45 came back out, went to yeah. restaurants, are Bars, living their yeah. lives. Because outside of um, married couples, you got people who are single who want to get out there and not so much date, but just just be live. around people. Yeah, just yeah. be around That's people. That's what we were saying yesterday is I was like, I just wanted to be around people again. Right. Like, I missed it. I think my biggest thing with Rona, though, is that I don't understand, like, obviously, you have, like, the CDC, which does their job. Mm -hmm. But then you have, right now, 37 different groups reporting stuff about coronavirus. And I was like, why is there not just one place that everyone's, like, (laughs) gathering their data? Because I feel like that's part of what scares people. Because you're, first of all, there's a lot of fear-mongering. Same thing as there was with the protests. And then... Now you're just like scaring people with different facts coming from every angle. Yeah. And I don't understand why there's not some type of rule or law in place to be like, no, there's only going to be like three reporting agencies, not 37. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, all we can do is just be safe. Yeah. You know? Well, that's such a broad term because it's a invisible is not yeah. like Ebola or anything yeah. like that to where you can contract it from feces or, you know, anything of that nature. Like, don't go put your mouth on the toilet. Okay, I know I won't get that. That's awful. But this is like, I've just, I've known so many people Mm -hmm. in this past month that's gotten it. Same. But anyway, Rona's a slut. She's a hoe. She's a hoe show. show. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. well, let's go into our last week. Since we did take, we took the week off because we wanted to make sure that we had stuff to talk about. I think we just need a little break. Yeah, we just need a little break. We had about two or three. Yeah. Um, So on Thursday when, wait, did you work Thursday? No, you were off, right? I think I worked Thursday. No, you worked Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So we worked, both of us had to work Thursday, but we decided to go take our rad power bikes for a spin around town. Yes. Um, which was really fun is I hadn't really gotten to ride mine with our little gang gang yet. And so we all met up at our friends and went for a ride. And our first stop, RIP for now, was Tarantula Tiki, which is very good. So good. Shout out to Autumn. Yes. That's the owner. Yeah. Kid you not, though, those drinks, so strong. Yeah, they are. I would like to think that I can drink with the best of them with the best of them right our group we each had one and we're pretty litty city yeah i mean i had this little daiquiri that was in this little (laughs) um martin's mad about his daiquiri choice yeah because when you say strawberry daiquiri or classic daiquiri it's gonna be a frozen frozen joint yeah Yeah. it was not like in the tall glass like everybody else i have this little martini (laughs) glass with this Dak. It really was more like a martini. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, put some pictures. I'm I'm, I'm still a man. I need some pictures <laughs> next to my my um my descriptions. Yeah. It was it was good. Yeah. Okay, I can't take away and say it wasn't good. It was just you know, the other two drinks that I had prior to you all going there. I went there that first night that they are open. Those are just bigger, more mm-hmm. slushier, frozen type yeah. drinks. I did, did you do the painkiller? I yeah, like, that's I the one the I got, killer. and I really liked that. And then but I tasted it, the Singapore, yeah. Singapore sling. So I definitely think that's a really good spot. It's more of like kind of a shotgun bar. Mm-hmm. So whenever it does reopen, y'all definitely make sure you make reservations. And they were doing a really good job of social distancing. Yeah. Um, they sat us in like the very back. We did have to wear masks to walk in. And they put our group at the very back since there were six of us total. Yeah. It's a really cool spot. Very like kind of dark. I don't know if I liked their music choices, but it remember. was very like eclectic and unique. Yeah, I was preoccupied. Yeah, we were a little preoccupied. So then we made our little ride over to Kenton Co., yeah, which was, we, we got to go. Bottles. Yeah, popped a couple bottles of turbulent. the turbulent, which I love. It's a sparkling rose. Yeah, it's yeah. the Gamay grape. That's what we had yes, yes, when yes, we yes. were recorded with Caroline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's delish. Sweet Caroline. And so we did that and then rode our bikes. Well, you had to leave us. You had to depart. So then we went and rode along the river on the new trail on, I don't know how to describe, like it's the, I guess, Forest Park side. 
Yeah, the yeah, Forest so it's Park the side. Forest yeah. Park side, and the I opposite hadn't... side of HG Supply. Yeah. If y'all don't yeah, know, yeah, the opposite side, yeah. and it was very nice. I it will is. say, I wish there were more lights. Yeah. Um, at night, just because there were people on benches still kind of late, and that kind of got a little sketch towards the end. But other than that, it was really they were nice just riding along. Out there trying to neck. I mean, yep, they're probably out there necking. Yeah, they're going necking. steady with each other. <laughs> Jesus, did your parents ever say, ask you if you were doing that? Going steady with a no, girl? No, like necking. They're like, no. Oh God. Let me tell you about my dad. Jesus. He is a little weird out there. <laughs> so first date, my parents were very strict, so I didn't even get a chance. I taught myself how to drive. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my license till I was 18 years old. When I moved out, I taught myself how to drive. This girl I was dating. This is really funny. <laughs> I was dating this girl in the Air Force Station in Abilene, so she had to go TDY, temporary duty. Okay. Um, so she left me her car. I didn't tell her I didn't have a license. So I taught myself how to drive while she was gone. Then I in took her car? In her car. <laughs> it was a silver Eclipse. And then I took her car to the DMV okay. and got a license. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. So I, she has no clue to this day. I, I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to this because I don't even remember her name. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. th- that's a thing. That was, I was 18. So that was what, seven years ago? Um, <laughs> what's, why is everybody laughing? Let's do the audience. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, talk, but to revert, to go back to my yeah. dad. When I was dating in high school, didn't start till I was a junior, kind of almost a senior. The girls had to come pick me up because I didn't have a car. Yeah. Um, which was fine. But that first night, um, I went to homecoming with this girl. We're in the kitchen, me and my mom and stepdad, dad. And they were talking to me like, all right, be careful, you know, just be a gentleman. Then my dad says, do you need a condom? I was what? like, swear on everything holy. And I was like, I looked at him and I looked at my mom because I hadn't done anything. I haven't even gone on the first date yet. I'm like, I appreciate the confidence, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this is gonna not going to happen. going to seal the deal day one. Yeah, day one. And I'm like, I haven't even really watched any type of thing on TV to know what the F is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a very big novice at the time. Still am. Um <laughs> She was like, Lewis. And I was like, she he was like, what? You know, you never so know. did you say yes? No. Oh, I said, no, okay. I don't need one. Because I'm terrified, first of all. <laughs> and then my mom's right here. I haven't even kissed a girl yet. And then that night, I she did, we did kiss goodbye. Worst kiss ever. <gasps> Not on her part, on Barton's part. All lips, teeth. Didn't know what the F I was doing. It was, I still remember this to this day. And, um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that we was went your out first kiss. That. that wasn't even a kiss. Oh, well. It was like I just. <laughs> <laughs> it was all teeth. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> the sound effect makes it so much better. Yeah, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, "This is the worst." I was, I was still a gentleman then because we went to Kobe Beef Steakhouse and mm, yeah, and okay. I paid and yeah. did the whole. The whole nine. It was um. That's well, funny you say that because my mom and I used to go there all the time. Seven. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. My start of dating in high school was trash, just just terrible. And then I didn't really start dating dating until I was in the Air Force. Yeah. And then did I tell you about? I told you about the time I lost my virginity. I rented the hotel room and yep. went and got mm-hmm. up some country mm-hmm. time lemonades. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay, in the movies they have like wine and everything. Country time lemonade. So I went to the vending machine downstairs. <laughs> we had already like started like kissing and everything, and then I was like, wait, let me go get us something to drink. <laughs> so I stopped. Uh, the whole, the whole uh, process, the whole foreplay to run down and get us some um, two country time lemonades. Hey, that lemonade's very important, it's, clearly. Uh, shoot. <laughs> it's, it's, so I always have a special place in my heart for country time lemonade. I love it. It was in Biloxi, Mississippi by the casinos. I, I wanted it to be special. What, do you want to go back there? I want to redeem myself. Go redeem yourself? Yeah. Oh, I, her, I do remember her name first and last. Oh, I'm yeah? not going to say that. Well, yeah, I was like, don't say that. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just remember my stepmom obviously was like the spawn of Satan. And whenever I had like a boy over or something, if we were like outside for too long, she was like, were you necking that boy? And I was like, <laughs> what is necking? I thought it was like literally like 
like an ostrich, like just right, like next to next. But I was so confused. So like, where did that term come? Just, is it, did it come from just people making just making out, out right? with somebody's neck? Is that where I don't know? Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just like all I picture is just like two ostriches like going at it, like throwing their necks yeah. into each other. Did and you I was, ever like Nicky? getting hickeys as a kid? God, Not no. right now, obviously, but like no, okay. I don't think I ever had a hickey. I remember, oh. I remember I gave my high school boyfriend a hickey once and he had to wear like a turtleneck for a week and his mom was so mad. <laughs> his mom was so mad. Oh, Just because I thought it would be like funny and I didn't think it would really do anything and then turns out it really did So I need to tell you like, do you know where <laughs> I used to, I forgot her name, dang it. She was a really sweet girl too. Not all time. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in high school, senior year, you know where we went to like make out? Where? Oh God! <laughs> we used to go to apartment complexes, parking lots, because it was so packed with cars. We didn't want anybody to see us, so we were like just try to blend in in parking lots. And Stop. I swear to you. Oh my gosh! Yep. Apartment I, complex. I still remember that. God, I was com- like, I can tell so many stories. And so whenever we grew up in you know Pecan and Granbury, and so we would like go to the little parks. But they had security that would drive around all the time. So you'd be like careful. And as soon as security mm-hmm. was coming, you'd have to like make sure everything right. was like together. I remember there was one time I was making out with a guy in my car at the movie theater by Hewlin Mall. Yeah. Um, movie tavern? Yeah. It's like a movie tavern now. But right. this is like, oh, okay. this back is like in the way day. back in the day. And we were like making out in the car and all of a sudden like two cops pulled up on us with like lights and everything. And we're just like, Oh my gosh. We're like, Oh my gosh, we're in so much trouble. And they're like, what are y'all doing? And we're just like, we just got done with the movie, you know, whatever we'll leave, we'll leave. And they're just like, they're like, did you not know? Like we were there obviously very late right? and the movie theater like had gotten broken into Mm. and they thought it was us. And they were just like, y'all get out of here. We were like, Oh, sorry. So we literally just like, Jumped in our cars and left. Weren't you already in your cars? Well, I mean, I was so in mine. Oh, okay. I was in mine, but <laughs> you know, me and my control issues. Well, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. like you having control yeah. issues, but I, I do understand. I don't know, making out and like doing all that stuff when you're like running around in high school and like middle it was school. So was exciting! This, it was. Yeah. Like why though? I Just mean, like the like allure of like I could get caught. Yeah, the the getting caught. It's it's not like dangerous. I was always so terrified like, though. We would play like truth or dare on the bus. No, Did you ever do played. that? No, because oh. when I rode the bus, I, I grew up in the hood, so it was dangerous stuff happening on on, on the bus. That's you know, like Very, yeah. Well, not like dangerous stuff, but like I'm, I can say it now, and I'm not talking about anybody's names, but I remember like people preparing their weapons. Like true story, like Glatlock size bag of weed. They're just like portioning out for the day. Stop. I promise, and it was normal. Like that wasn't something that was like. It was just part of your day-to-day yeah. thing. It was metal detectors in high school and middle school, but that's just where we grew up, and mm-hmm. that was just part of everyday life. Um, but yeah, fights on the bus. It was—I hate to say—it was exciting, but it was. Yeah. Did you sit in the back <clears throat> of the bus? Yeah. Yeah. That was same. a cool. Like, that's where yep. they're all the cool people. Same. Oh, and that reminds me of this. So last night, sorry guys, I had this dream. Okay. This is the last night you this had the stream? This is the last night, yeah. Okay. So I'm walking, you know, me and Robin, if y'all know anything about us, we're in all black. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why this came about. I wasn't watching anything, I think, before I fell asleep. But I was walking down the street in Oakland. Never been to Oakland before, <laughs> by the way. California? California. And then I'm in all black. I got a bandana, summer moon bandana hanging out the back of my um, pocket. And these, like, Adidas shoes. And then I like opened this door and then there was just gang of dudes, like an actual gang and they're in all black too. And so they were like dapping me up when I was coming in and I was like, Oh, I said, I'm not supposed to be here. And they was like, what, what are you doing in here? So, um, I was like, Oh, I'll just leave. And then they shot me in the hip with a gun. What? Like in the, yeah, in the hip. And then like undercover, like cops, they were like, all right, come here this way. And so they like, rushed me into this underground like hospital and the lady was like all right let's fix you up and then once she fixed me up and they're in all like plain clothes too except the two people were in like the doctor stuff mm-hmm. i was like all right thank you i'm about to leave and they was like no you can't leave this underground hospital is ran by that gang so there's like once you're in here you have to stay in here because you've seen all their faces so i was in there for like two three weeks 
And then I tried to, um, when the gang members tried to come in, I would try to like hide up underneath the beds or in a corner somewhere so I can try to escape. I promise you. What is this dream? I don't know. So I tried to escape. Eventually I did escape, but I end up being in this parking lot. Now I'm on the other side of the, well, I've never was doing anything bad, but now I'm like part of the undercover cops team. And I end up stopping this robbery or, Oh no, they were trying to kill us. They, so the gang people were trying to kill us, but I actually saw one of the girl gang members trying to sneak around his car. So this is true. Not true. Um, <laughs> true, it's not true. It's a dream. dream. Yeah. But so since I saw her and I was kind of like back behind the dudes, I saw her creeping around. So I shot her. Yeah. In the butt. And then she hopped on her motorcycle and tried to get away. But then I like shot her three more times. <laughs> yes. This is insane. Yeah. Martin. And then you, I want to know what you were watching before you went to I sleep. I need to figure this out. And then the undercover cops came over and I wasn't a cop at that time, but then they put like, you know, like the detectives, like yeah. necklace on yeah. me with the badge. Yeah. But the, I didn't get a badge. It only was a single dollar bill that was on the <laughs> necklace. <laughs> They gave you a dollar? They gave me a dollar, but I was part of the team. And that's all I remember. And here I am having like weird dreams about being at a bachelorette party in a pool and someone drops a like pound of crabs in and they all attack us. <laughs> Jesus. So that's all. But it's fun and exciting. I didn't do anything No, wrong. that's like a much more exciting dream than right. me getting attacked by a crab. And I still remember it like almost verbatim. I mean, I have mine very vividly because I remember waking up and thinking my toes still hurt from the crab biting me. I got shot in my dream, but in the hip. And then I turned out That's to be terrifying. a hero. No, it was cool. No, I like the fact that you were the hero, though. Yeah. And you and got, I got a whole a dollar. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, Jesus. Do you ever get upset at your, I don't know if it's getting upset at yourself or at your dreams or when you just wake up and you wanted to finish that dream? Yes. Yeah. Like All I'm the time. vividly pissed. Vi- like extremely pissed. Yeah, I'm like, like, Oh my I God. It was almost about to happen. Dream. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dang it. Why? At that point, do you wake up at the, and I'm not necessarily meaning this literally, but at the climax of the dream. Yes. Like, That's this- my thing is like, especially if you're the hero in the right. dream, you're just like, why didn't I get my moment? Yeah. Or other stuff is in the dreams well, too. too. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm like, dang it, she was so hot. <laughs> I was like, we're about to have the best time. <laughs> and then you try to go force yourself back to sleep, but you can never re- like no, get that again. It's, it's never done. the same. So no. I always just um, We really should have someone like that's a dream expert come on. Because um, yeah. I have a lot of questions about my dreams. Anybody in Fort Worth that are dream experts, not psychics or anything, because yeah, I don't like, get what so is much that? Is that like that. a literal job, like a dream it expert? Has to be. It has to be. And if it's not, we should do it and charge people. We don't have to be okay. like they won't know if we're for real or not. They'll I mean, just that's be listening. Just, there's a lot of things that we could just tell people we're professionals on. Right. Shambong. Mm. We've been shambonging for what's oh my God. Nine months. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, because we started in November 4th. This uh-huh. is past June 4th. This is true. Yeah, so. We're almost, we've got to do, well, big we things are coming. We're going to one year anniversary. I know. What are we going to do for our one year anniversary? Because it's right around, you know what, and I yeah, don't want to yeah. like, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll do something though. Hop, ho- hopefully. Hop hopefully, yeah. Rona is done by then. Let's finish the rest of our weekend real quick. Okay, go for it. And then I want to tell you about <clears throat> the experiment I did. Okay. So then Friday. What did we do? Did we do something Friday? I have to like go like reference my phone for things. Um, Friday. So Saturday we went to where? I don't know. Oh wait. So Saturday morning we, so I think we, so Saturday morning we went and we, um, if y'all haven't seen it, they painted a big end racism now in front of the convention center. Right. And so we were going to go help finish painting, but they'd finished and they were just adding people's names. I don't think Friday was anything because bars are closed. Remember? That's right. Bars okay. So yeah, I was like, we didn't do anything Friday. So Saturday though, but we woke up Barton. I called Barton and I was like, Hey, do you want to go paint our names downtown? So we went and did that. And then we rode our bikes, mm-hmm. whatever. And then we went to stir and had brunch. Stir was good. With Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. AKA Cole. Yeah. AKA Cole. Um, and ladies, real quick, stay <laughs> out of my mother effing DMs about Cole. Okay. 
he's a cool dude and he can pull his own. Yeah, you know what I mean? But if y'all, I'm going to start tagging Cole because normally we hide our tags. Yeah. You know, just so it won't clutter up the screen. But I'm going to start putting Cole's handle on there so y'all can tag him and DM him. Because if don't slide into my DMs trying to holler at Cole. Yeah, just just don't do that. Anyway, no, Anyways, yeah. but so we went to stir, we had our shampies and then I went home because mm-hmm. I wanted to have some pool time. Right. You and Cole went and checked out Gateway, Gateway Park. Park. Yeah. I was like, I went to the pool. I ended up getting Liddy City on Saturday. So because we started off with our champs mm-hmm. then went to the pool and I had gone to Southside Cellar and got some, it's, they're like, they're supposed to be like Trulies or whatever, but it's like craft beer. And it's Rio Frescos. Okay. So thank you, Sean, for getting me those. They hit a thousand times harder than we expected them to. They're also only like a hundred calories, like truly and stuff. Oh, shoot. But it's all the like natural flavors and things. So did that. Then we went to Blue Goose Cantina, which I'd never been there before. It was actually really good. The old Blue Mesa, the the old old Breadwinners, now Mm -hmm. Blue. All three Bs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool. Um, Went there. And then we just on our way home decided... Well, let's just see if anything in seventh is open and concrete mm-hmm. cowboy was. Right. And so we decided we would go there and then just get turned. Yeah. So, and it might as well be a club. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. might like, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I get the rulings and how, like, if you're serving food at a certain percentage versus alcohol, you're technically a so restaurant, but they're, it's crazy. I'm sure they serve more alcohol than Oh, absolutely. But because they're on Crockett Road, they're mm-hmm. zoned as a, a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. Yep. So we did that. And then obviously yesterday we had our Sunday fun day with everyone like normal. Yeah. They made some dope pastas. Oh my gosh. Those pastas were so good. Robin made an amazing salad. No I did. One ate. No one ate. Um, <laughs> it's fine though, because I was at least, it was the thought that counted. Yeah. And then I brought bread and Cole burnt my bread. So it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. that's typically how our Sundays go is it's just like a drinking and having fun with friends mm-hmm. and, I feel like we're just very lucky because our friend group is so diverse and open to talking about tough subjects and Mm -hmm. like things that really truly matter. And we want to be able to be like, can we be the change? How do we make changes even in our friend group to then influence everyone around us? Correct. So I I just love Sundays. We all just come together and it is like fellowship. It's just like, it's almost like our own version of church every Sunday. I mean, we talk about everything from Mm -hmm. God to politics to like the everything yeah and like fa- family family traumas yeah, like rough everybody things we've learns all been through. Yeah. everything and it's so open mm-hmm. and there's never arguing or no. debating or anything like that I really love I it. absolutely love it it's a very open line of communication which obviously we preach communication all the time so i absolutely love it i was about to say their place is so massive i know i that, love it um you can have it it could be like three or four different Things going yep. on. It could be mm-hmm. the rooftop on one patio. Somebody else could be doing some yep. in the living room in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but. it's just that's the thing is like it's just literally fellowship between all of our friends. So I love that. Last week I did an experiment on my social media. Okay. That I know I didn't tell you about, but I just wanted to see because obviously whenever it does come to like dating and stuff like that. <laughs> Everyone knows I get the weirdest stuff through my DMs. Right. The thing to me has always been strange that people will say things to my face in a sense or through social media with me knowing who it is. And I'm like, you know that I can see your oh, pictures. Oh, like your little question and, thing? Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, people will say like just inappropriate stuff. I mean, we're not going to go down there. I'll, I'll use an example here in a second. So I decided I would do a little trick. Mm-hmm. I made a box Whenever, you know, you can do the questions. Right. And I post it and it says, ask Ramblin' Rome an anonymous question. <laughs> it was not I'm anonymous. So, so my dumb butt, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, what can I ask Robin that's, that she'll never know about? No. St- I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, so my whole theory was that people would probably ask more inappropriate things. Right. With it being anonymous. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of like girls, I think were the only ones that caught on to it. But the funniest thing is that so many guys that had either talked to me previously or tried to talk to me, et cetera, wrote me things. 
and not a single one was inappropriate. That's good. It is good. But my thought is like, that's very strange to me because I figured it would be the exact opposite. Okay. So like, say there was like, you know, someone that I'd been talking to instead of like saying something typically about my body Mm -hmm. said, what inspires you? I was like, okay. I was like, that was a nice change of like, you answered like it was anonymous. Absolutely. I did. I was going to like, I'm not going to like tell people. (laughs) And so this other guy who consistently writes me inappropriate things and says he wants to date me, but not really because he's never actually put in actual effort was the one that was just like, if you really liked someone or someone really liked you, you know, and they actually did put in the effort and stuff like, would you date them? And I was like, if there was actual effort and everything else, yes. And then said like, that's the one, the guy that ended up saying like, should I keep trying? And I was like, if you have to ask yourself that, then you're not interested in me because like, I'm not going to tell you, please keep trying to pursue me. No, that's not a thing. But the funny thing about that is that that same guy obviously wrote me that with it being anonymous. And then this is what I get from him. I'm going to show you the picture. Well, we, I think we talked about it yesterday. It's not a, is the Jello? Oh, the Jello. Okay, I was like literally the same okay. guy who was saying that he wanted to like put effort and consistency in and like actually try and start dating me. Then the next day <laughs> sends me a picture of Jello, mm-hmm. like he's an 87 year old man in a retirement home. Lubies. and it says, "Can I lick whipped cream and cherry Jello off of your body?" Yeah, that's a Luby's bowl. Yeah, that's definitely like that. He's at a like diner for sure, yeah. and it's first of all the most unappetizing photo in the world. Yeah, there's so, not, nothing sexy like, about it. There's this. nothing cute about it. But that was my thing is I was like, you were just so kind. I felt like almost trying. Right. And then you had to revert back to being disgusting. Well, but it was what a, if it wasn't cherry jello? What if it was strawberry? Would you no, then oh, okay. I don't want jello anywhere near me unless I am at Luby's. Oh okay. Honestly like when is the last time you went to Luby's? Oh, God. Should we go? No, I think they're closing down. I know some of them are. I want to go. Yeah. Rachel said she went, and I was like, I want her to go with me. Yeah, y'all Did go. Did you ever get just... the Luann platter? I don't know. I couldn't. No, I'm sorry. Gosh, like, you were not a Luby's OG. No, Furs, Luby's. Sorry. No. Well, I did go to Golden Corral a few times, mm-hmm. which. Well, Luby's is better. It's fine. Anyway. Yeah. But, anyways, it was just a fun <laughs> little experiment. I need to do that. And I'm terrified of what might be happening. But in my that's DM, the thing so. is like, well, we can do it on yours and we can, we should do it today. So then no one knows until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were like, son of a bee. <laughs> he knows. He knows. But it was very interesting because even like there was a girl who we know <laughs> each other, but I'm not going to say that we're like friends or love each other by any means. Right. I figured for the most part, like she secretly hates me because of some of the stuff she's done. And she actually wrote me a very nice message. That's sweet. And I was just like, huh. I don't know. It was a very fun, like, kind of social experiment, though, to see. Hmm. I just really thought people would be a different way. And I guess maybe it opened my eyes, in a sense, to see that maybe people aren't as bad as I even thought they were. Well, yeah, that's good. I might do that today. Yeah. I was like, we should. But then also, I got this question in the DMs. Which I think is a good one because obviously we always talk about communication. Right. And I want to get your point of view on it because I already gave mine. So this person said, was discussing something the other day with a friend. How does someone know how much effort to put into getting to know someone or showing interest? A common concern I've personally dealt with is coming off too strong too fast. But if I pull back too much, I might be labeled inconsistent. Yeah, that's a very valid question. I mean, and it. I feel like that's something everyone relates to. The way I think, the way I see that question is, um, yeah, I think everyone that's in this dating game does relate to that. I say be 100% you. And mm-hmm. that means if you are a certain way and you pull back, you're not being yourself. Yeah. If you are aggressively uh, trying to get someone's attention and they are responding. I would then, if you think it might be a possibility of you coming on too strong, this is your opportunity to ask that person, am I coming on too strong? Do I not need to come at you like this? Or is this okay with you? Because that person might be okay with it. They might respond to that. And 
when you do, let's say you've never asked that question and you think that you are coming on too strong and then you pull back. I think that's when the person sees inconsistency because if they are viewing inconsistency, then to me, that means that they were down with the beginning because I don't think people can view something as an inconsistent trait if it was something they didn't want in the first place. Because if it wasn't inconsistent and then they were like, thank God he slowed back, it wouldn't slow down because they might respond to the new trait that you're doing a little bit better. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So the advice I had, and you tell me if you what you think about this, is I said that I thought that was a great topic and something that should be discussed from the early stages when you very first start talking, like asking someone, are you a person that talks on the phone or Mm -hmm. texter? Yeah. Because here's my thing is so many times I've had guys just like immediately call me and I'm like, look, I'm busy during the day. I can't answer the phone. Right. Like if I can, I can text you here and there and then that way I can respond on my time. But then also same thing is if a guy is texting me all day throughout the day, I'm like, it kind of makes me question their work ethic. And I know that, Everyone's job is different, right. but like it, my job, I yeah. can text throughout the yeah. whole day. And so that's the thing, but like, right. it kind of makes me question being like, why do you have all this free time to just like talk? Well, that's a just a question it, that you can it ask. Is. And that's yeah. the thing is like, I feel like communication needs to be like such an important role at the beginning. That's why I said is, you know, I can take little breaks throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I said, so I can talk to someone, but like there's guys that will text and be like, ask you a question. They're like, Oh, I guess not then. And it's like, I'm working like if I don't respond to you in five minutes and you get upset about it, there's clearly something else going on. Like you're having an issue that needs discussed in like therapy sessions. One thing too, I think with communication, because there can be um, times like you text a person and you both are equally like quick texters and no matter what, like bam, 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 bam. And then if there's a gap in, in communication, like you're like, oh shoot. Yeah, it puts a question mark. Yeah, like what's what's yeah. going on? That's why like I think it's very important. You like you said, like in the beginning, you find out the type of communicator yeah. that person mm-hmm. is. So I've had girls in the past tell me, like, hey, until I'm off, I don't really I'm really not mm-hmm. on my phone, but when I'm off, I'll yep. message you. But I've also, which my texting communicating style is very quick. And my job does allow me to be able to like text throughout, like I run a bar, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so my phone's always on me. But I think going into, let's say a relationship ended going into another one. I think a lot of people take the style that they like from that past one yeah. and want and desire for it to be in this next one. And then when it's not, they take offense and their mm-hmm. feelings get hurt. I can agree with that. Um, and they're like, wait, so why aren't, like the communication is different. Does she not or he not like me in that way? And then because unfortunately we are human beings, we do compare mm-hmm. to past relationships. That's we compare very true. styles of certain things, communication styles, loving like relationship stuff. You're like, oh, this person's different. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean the person doesn't like you like that. It's just they're a different person. Okay, so this is the next part of the question that we discussed. Okay. You so, need to drink your stuff. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Okay, hold on. Let me check. I'm, I'm over hold here on. just dang near done. All right, there you go. Okay. Thanks, Robs. <clears throat> Got you. Okay, so the next part of the question was whenever it comes to, like, say, love languages. Mm-hmm. So do you know what yours are? Yes. What are they? So it's five love languages. Mm-hmm. My first two are tied, my second two are tied, and my last what one is not. Why? So my first two um, rated at, they're both there are at nine. So first one is physical touch and then quality time. Okay. Both, both of those are at nines. Mm-hmm. And the next two gifts and words of affirmation, okay. they're both tied at five. And then acts of service was at a two. So what that means to me is acts of service is the person doing something for, for me. Mm-hmm. But I love to do something for, for people. Uh, yeah. So I had to like figure that out. I'm like, wait, that makes no sense because I love to do stuff, but that's not what it was saying. Yeah. It was like, I desire people to do stuff for me at a level two and not in mm-hmm. the other ones at nine. And then physical touch doesn't necessarily mean sex or anything mm-hmm. else. It's like when we're out, it's like you touch my leg in like a, mm-hmm. a certain way and it can be a quick touch. It's just saying basically 
like I'm here. You. I'm here mm-hmm. and here you go. And and that means a lot. Quality time means a lot of to be able to spend time in each other's presence mm-hmm. means a lot to me because yeah, we could text and talk all day long, but if I don't ever see you or get to hold you or anything else, to me that yep. I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. So mine are my top two are quality time mm-hmm. and words of affirmation. Okay. And that's for me that obviously to me, I see like relates a lot back to childhood and things I missed. Mm-hmm. It's like my thing is I want to spend time with people that are important to me. Right. And then also I would like someone just to tell me like, good job. Right. Like you're doing a good job. Like these are the things you do well, et cetera. Cause those are things I can look back at least to me personally and see that, yes, I did not get those things growing up. Mm-hmm. My last one is physical touch. I do not need a lot of physical touch right? personally. But the whole question was, if you know those things about someone, mm-hmm. should you modify yourself to do those things for the person you're with? Yes. And I said yes, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, if I know the person that I'm with, even though my last thing is physical touch and say their first one is, right. I'm going to do that because right. that, I was just if you truly do love and right. care about that person, then you should be making an effort to do those things right. for the person you're with. Yeah. So let's say I was dating you and I knew and mm-hmm. my first one is physical touch, but your last one is mm-hmm. physical touch. I shouldn't worry about my love languages for you. Mm-hmm. That's on you yep. to adhere and to like make amendments to appease me, yep. not to where it's out of your comfort zone, because knowing I think it's very important that each people know a few things. Number one, your love languages. Yep. Number two, your Enneagrams. Yep. Number three, that person's zodiac signs. And then number four, pay attention to how they are in front of you. When you are together, yes. forget all that other stuff, like know it because mm-hmm. those things are important, but, but also do you feel like people are, so I know this is true for me at least mm-hmm. is I'm very different behind closed doors yeah. when it's just me and a person mm-hmm. versus in public. Right. And, and I, that's something I feel like a lot of people need to realize because not everyone's okay with PDA in public. Yeah. But they're a whole different person behind when it's just the two of them. Yeah. And I think that's very important. I am. PDA wise, I'm not this person who's like mugging down and like yeah. public and like all this, but I'm okay with some. But as our public personas rise and mm-hmm. get to be bigger than what, you know, bigger every year, I can't just be out here just mugging down yeah, in public. No. And even if I wanted to yeah. or not, but behind closed doors, I'm a very affectionate and emotional person towards my significant other love is such a big thing but a very fragile thing totally agree Um, so i've got a question for you because this is something else that i just thought of how many people have you told you love Ooh. um and wait then there's a second part to it how many people have you told you love and how many did you mean um looking back the last person that i said i loved a minute Okay. And maybe two. So, but how many have you told? Shoot, one time I promised a girl a George Foreman. (laughs) (laughs) My old roommate still never lets me live that down. You know, I was just in the heat of of the moment and I said, I'm going to buy you a George Foreman. <laughs> so, you know, like, That's your I've, love language. I've said a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I've said a lot of <laughs> But things. no, like probably I've said it to one, two, three, four girls. And one, two, three a minute. So mine is I've said it four times and I think I meant it too. Yeah. One will say was like in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like obviously, obviously it was mine, like it wasn't in high school. But for like me. I feel like mine was like my high school boyfriend is mm-hmm. like we obviously said it and like I'm very thankful for the relationship we had and it did teach me a lot. But like I don't think I knew what love really was. Right. And so looking back on it now, I think back to the rest of my relationships and I'm just like, I think I've truly only meant it with knowing what love is twice. Right. And honestly, I could probably almost say even just once. I definitely know what love means and feels to me now. now. Same. And if I tell 
a woman that I love you, mm-hmm. no matter how I spell it and no matter which way, shape or form I do, yeah. you know, and that's how it is because at this point, and I think in our lives, in my life, I don't have time and I don't want to play around. Like Agreed. if I'm spending time pursuing you and you're the person that I think about when I wake up throughout yeah. my day, when I'm going to sleep, I really think, um, I think you might be the same in this music is a love language. So if I Absolutely. send you songs mm-hmm. and you send yep. me songs and we yep. plan all the time, amazing things for the future mm-hmm. and make plans. Like I don't, I've never done that before. And yep. if I'm doing that with you, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm not going to stop until there is a ring on your finger. We don't need no big old church wedding. Let's go to the mountains. Let's look across the red rocks and we're going to get married. And then I'm sending everybody home. Cause I'm about to do some really dirty things <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, I'm glad. Okay. So you're getting married in the mountains and I want to get married in Mexico. So, but, but there's a, the, um, the, my honeymoon is going to be beachy. I okay, got I feel to. you on that. Like I can mountains mm-hmm. overlooking like the the deal, like the 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 mountains. Yeah. Okay, that's what they're called. Yep, yep. And yep. then, <laughs> but the uh, the two week vacay honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna see so many different things. It's gonna be so dope. I can't wait to meet tree your house, like, future wife. Tree tree house vibes too. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just very interesting because. I obviously like, and you know, this is like, especially our friend group, this fucking fly. <laughs> yes. It's annoying. Um, it's so much easier to say, I love you to your friends. It's so much easier. I tell because, Elle yeah, that. I was like, I tell like, all love my you, friends. Bro. I'm just yeah. like, I love you. Like, I hope you like be safe getting home. Like, right. I'm just, it's such a different thing. And then whenever it comes to actually like someone being that close to you mm-hmm. and like intimate, it's just such a different scenario now. I can't wait for you to meet my future wife too. I know. I'm really yeah. excited to meet your future wife. Yeah. I was like, I think she's going to be a total badass. She, you might even know her. Who, who even knows? knows right now? I, exactly. I was like, yeah. she might be one of my best friends already. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I was who like, but, knows? <laughs> but I fucking love her already. So, because she's going to have to fucking deal with me. So, well, I can only cross Cheers. my fingers. Oh, wait. Do you still have more? No, I still do. Cheers Sh- to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Clink. Tap. Yeah. Ooh. Cheers to Robin's best friends who's going to be my future wife. Yeah. <laughs> who knows which one of you it is? Well, I think that's a good place to end. Yes. Wait, no, next week we won't be doing an episode. I'll be in Mexico. She's leaving me, guys. I'll be in Mexico. <laughs> but we got to do something. We might have to do two episodes in one because that's fine. on the 13th, I might be flying to Mexico. <gasps> Shit, that's right. I think. And then on the 18th, I'm flying to, I'm flying home. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Well, then but I'll we'll... be back that Monday. So okay, I'm well, flying we'll... home Saturday night and then I'll be okay. back that Monday. We'll figure it out then. Okay. So maybe we'll just do. I'm probably just gonna take vacation for the whole week. A double, yeah, we'll have to yeah. do a double episode. Yeah. We can do that. Otherwise, we'll just have a lot to talk about when we come back. Ooh, yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. love y'all. Love y'all. Miss, see, you see how easy it is. We just said see, love. It is. We love, we love all y'all. of our followers. If we can say this word, it's a four-letter F word. Um, we love our fans. Oh, that's so <clears> weird. Yeah. yeah, like fan, but that's just like. Friends, family, yeah. like fans is a weird thing to say to yeah. me personally, but I love everyone. Yeah, we love you like, all. We appreciate y'all. And thank you so much for like listening to us. It means so much. I mean, that's all I got. So this Good is, birth. yeah, thank you very much. I was about to sign <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, this is a Barton saying goodbye. And this is Robin saying cheers. <laughs> <laughs>